0: Hey guys, um thanks for tuning in to another episode. I just want to give you guys a heads up because we are doing some math. So' I'm talking about productivity today, and to explain it, we're going into two equations that could make any of us more productive. So this is um, just a heads up that you could maybe get like a pencil and some paper so that the equations make a little more sense, or if you feel you benefit more from the video version of this podcast, you can just put web into the YouTube search bar and you'll see us or like student struggles podcast, and we should come up, but yeah. Be um, doing some math. Get a pen and paper, or take out the video version so that it is more easily understood. So don't get scared. Uh, we get to explain it as best as we can. Well, I get to explain it as best as I can, and you should still benefit. So yeah, see you in a bit. On a scale of one to ten, how productive are you? And you cannot say five. You cannot say seven. Interesting question, isn't it? Um, many of you may fall between say six, many of you may say eight. But in the cases, we want at the, well, I want actually, because it's just me here. I don't know what we talking about, we for. But at the end of this episode, I want you to feel like you have a way that you could a path forward to jumping up one or two numbers on that scale. So you're a six, we'd like you to be an eight. If you're a four, let like to be a six, so on and so forth. So as you can tell, the, the theme of this episode is going to be centered around productivity and how me, how you, how your brother, your sister, how all of us could be more productive. Again, this is looking through the lens of being a student, but I think this is definitely good information effectively used by any and everyone. So we all have limited energy and limited time. And those persons who are more productive than us get more back for their energy and time. It is the best way i like to illustrate it. For those of you who are listening in Barbados and then probably the other biggest portion of persons are listening in the Americas probably. So one U.S. dollar is worth two Barbadian slash Bajan dollars. One U.S. dollar is worth two Barbadian dollars. The same is true for persons who are more productive than you are. But it's a lot more drastic. Someone who is more productive than you, one of their days could equal to two, three, four, or five of your days because they're just so more efficient with the energy and time that they have. And again, we all have limited energy and time. Some of us just use it better than others, right? Another way to think of productivity is is how effectively someone gets a task done. So those are the frames that I want you to think about. The best use of your limited energy and time, more productive people get more out of their energy and time than you do. We just need to figure out how we too can also be more efficient with how we use our limited energy and time. Why is this important? Well, in an ideal world, someone who is more productive than us or me or you or someone, if, if we become more productive, our likelihood of success, given the path we have decided to go down, drastically increases. So we become two times more productive. Well, we probably three or four or five times more likely to get the goal that we want to do. That's how it works. This is exponential. It's not linear, right? So how could we be more productive? What, what were we going to do? Well, your boy kind of came up, well, I can't say came up with, I stumbled upon, let's say that, I stumbled upon an equation that gives us the key to productivity. Can you believe that? There is an equation, and for those of you who don't like math, please don't get upset, it's baby math, okay? But there is an equation that we can follow a set of rules, a set of principles that can govern us to become more productive. And it's referenced in Cal Newport's book, Deep Work, okay? If you haven't read it, I you go read it watch a video summary something it kind of been on this book thing now because I ain't reading this entirely obviously but um I skimmed it and yeah anyhow, so we're using his equation and then we get into a deeper equation that I found somewhere else in a in a YouTube video when I was you know doing research for this whole topic of productivity okay so Cal Newport's equation is that productivity let's say p right equals work multiplied by time. So productivity equals work multiplied by time, and that's kind of true, right? Uh, we all do have limited time, so that is something that we all have twenty-four hours, but we all use it differently. But work is 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 very key, and he talks about the fact that persons who work more intensely than we do in doing something, and specifically students, get a better return. So let's let me use it in the sense of everything is on a one to ten scale. So I work for let's say two hours so that's two right so time in this instance is two but the scale the intensity of my work on a scale of one to ten is let's say a ten all right two by ten is twenty but to get this result i had to spend two hours right and but the the outcome is twenty okay another way to get twenty is if you're using the equation of productivity um If I only have a level of intensity of a 2 and not a 10, what is going to be necessary for me to get the outcome of P equals 20? Well, I'm going to have to do 10 hours of work. So, yes, we all have limited time, but the thing we should be trying to increase to the highest degree as much as possible is the intensity of our work because we all have limited time. So just by me having an intensity of 10 and someone else having an intensity of two, I spend two hours, they have to do 10 hours to do the same amount of work that I do. And as I promised before, productive people get more of their energy and time. So the best way Cal Newport has said up in which we can be productive is by performing sprints, in a sense, or sessions of deep work, right? Sessions of focused, productive energy going on. And he says sessions because we can't do it for an entire day. So if we have these small little sprints or these small little sessions uh, at least a couple of times a day for an extended period, that is how we could make the most progress toward our goals. Okay. So this is where I kind of expanded on his equation. So his is is I by T, but I, I call it work by time. His, his equation is productivity equals work by time. I get a little more um, concise with this next equation that I saw when doing research for this topic, and I've been implementing since then. So P equals work by time, but that could also equal P equals, but P could also equal direction multiplied by stride, multiplied by time. So as you can see, time is a constant in all this. So work, and again, I'm trying to explain this as possible. In the first, the first equation, the simple one, it was work by time. Now we have something else by time. So work could also just be direction multiplied by stride. And we can get into that now. Direction. Direction is simply you picking the right direction to go in. I use this illustration before, but um, is from the book Atomic Habits and James Clear. So interesting. He, he old oh, the beginning of his book this way. He was talking about the fact that if a plane is taken off, let me see it from. Uh, if a plane is taken off from, like, the East Coast, let me say New York or Florida, I don't know if that's the right state, by the way, but it's trying to go to California, right? And instead of lining up perfectly, it just lined up two, three, four degrees in the wrong direction, let's say to the left. Instead of ending up in California, you know where you end up? You end up in the Gulf of Mexico, right? Thousands upon thousands of miles away from where you need to go. Use the illustration before. Imagine if I wanted to go to the United States, for those of us who live in Barbados, I'm to go to Florida. And instead of going west, I go east. I go past Europe and Asia, and all the countries before I get to America. That's why so important the direction is. Because if if we are very productive, but in the wrong direction, it's still of no use to us. So where we invest our time is more important in a sense or where we invest our energy and time Is more important than how much because just by picking the right direction you make your path so much easier right so that's essentially what direction is so in the sense of being a student it's actually breaking down in as specific terms as possible what you want your goals to be what grades do you want to do and in what courses do you want those grades in right what is the outcome you're you're going into this course to get what what is the knowledge you need to get from it so that you can apply later on in a in a job or the next stage of your life right and for me, I talked about previously when I was talking about the um, in the in three strategies, three habits video about being proactive and, and thinking down the road for what you actually what outcome is you actually want and then going forward. So get clear on your direction. Where do you want to go? What is your destination? And not just say like plainly, like I just want good grades. What grades do you want in what subjects? Right. What's the purpose of you going to school in the first place? You, you going to school just because you were told that you need to go to university, or you need to or you need to, you know, go to six Farm or something like that. No, that's not important. You need to know for you what is your direction. Because again, if you two or three degrees in the wrong direction, you are in a wildly different place than you expected. So that you, you it's it's very important that you get clear on that. And I'm emphasizing it because it's something that I had to learn the hardware. I do I'm in two industries before any one I am now and now I kind of stumble on the path that I kind of like teaching people and I like making courses and I like helping people that where I once was. And if I just had sat down and thought about that with a little bit more intensity and a little bit more time, I would have come to the conclusion I am now. But as I keep saying before, I'm still young. I'm glad I learned this lesson this early. So direction is the first subcomponent of work. So as you said, work is direction by stride. So what is stride? Stride is the actual act you're taking towards your goal so direction is what is your goal stride is the action you're taking to get to your goal said before in that case like lebron like staff it's actually playing basketball like shooting hoops like that's how they get better that's how they work towards their goals as a student it is studying revising past papers performing on exams right learning the actual practical knowledge you need to take away so you can employ in the real world when you leave school. So stride again, sorry to keep breaking these things down, but stride is, has two components in this instance. And this is the equation I got and I can try to make it as much sense as possible. So work, as we talked about before we reference to time, work equals to direction by stride, but stride is also equal to rhythm and stride length like if somebody actually running a race i can, I can show you why this is important if we think about productivity in the same sense of a runner running a race the reason why we talk about direction first is because direction is important because you could confuse movement with productivity if i run in place i am moving but I'm not being productive. I'm not moving towards a goal. I am being stationary, even though I'm moving. That's why direction is so important. Stride for a runner is broken down into stride length and rhythm in the sense that how long their stride is, in addition to how frequent that stride is, or how easy it is to take the next stride, assist them in traveling a further distance. So, what is stride length? Well, that is how good you are at actually carrying out the action because stride is carrying out the action. So, for LeBron and Steph, Steph is a better shooter than Bron. Braun is a better passer for those who don't know basketball. However, they are like at the highest level of carrying out the action, the highest level of playing basketball in the entire world. For you to be have a better stride length as a student, you need to be studying more effectively, using more appropriate techniques, um, making the best use of your time, probably with group study, probably with, again, we talk about using past papers. But again, you know, active recall, space, repetition, encoding, retrieval, anyhow, you know, that's getting you no know, big rabbit hole. But that is how you can improve. And and again, that's the reason why we're doing the whole community. We're launching the community next year in the first place, because we foster uh, a space where it is conducive to students becoming better students as fast as possible so it's better if i surround you with students who are at your level or better and then i coach you as well and you are going to improve the student a lot more quickly than if you were just doing it by yourself so that's a way you can actually increase tread length by surrounding yourself with people who do it better than you and engaging in deliberate practice so actively trying to get better at study revision performance on tests Um, taking away practical knowledge you need to, you know, to use after you leave the institution, that is how you increase stride length. The next component of stride is rhythm, you know, how frequently, how can you, how easily can you take that next stride, how easily can you engage in in that next step and this is done by making your environment as conducive as possible and another a benefit of what we do in the community in the first place for those of you who have not played basketball you've probably played another sport you've done something I hope where you have experienced this in some way even, if, even in your study you may have experienced this but from time to time even though it does not happen regularly in hoping and again I am not great at basketball this has just happened to me I just whatever I shoot is going in is like is like trying to grip into the ocean. It just can't miss, right? And it's just like, it's like you're not trying hard, but no matter what you do, things are just working out and it's like, oh my gosh, like, am I really good? But as you start thinking too much, like, you you get out of it. You've been in that. Even when you're studying, it's just flowing. And like, you look up and it's an hour and a half and you can't really tell. Well, we, you know, scientists call that the flow state. And with where to a rhythm, an athlete can get into a flow too where he's just, just, you know, you don't feel tired. His legs are not aching. And he just, one straight after the other, after the other, after the other. With reference to rhythm, that's what we're talking about. How can you make your environment as conducive so you can enter that flow state or it's just ease, as easy as possible to take the next try, take the next action, continue studying, continue to revise. And that is done by designing your environment, making your environment, we keep, we keep preaching this, making your environment as conducive to engage in your work as possible, right? Clean your room, bruh. Clean your study space because if you go in there and it's dirty and it's musty and it's untidy, then you're not as likely to study because you can't find the stuff you need to study with in the first place. All right, so we talk about direction. is your goals. We talk about what is important because you could be running in place. We want you to run At your goal in as in as straight a line as possible. Stride, stride is broken down into stride length, actually doing the action for those of you who are students, studying, you know, making the most of your time, being a better student. What does that look like for you currently? Rhythm, getting into the flow state, making your environment as conducive as possible to take that next stride. So the last component we got is time. Talk about time earlier. Um Time above it was just work by time. But time is actually just the number of sessions you can do in each day and how long you can do each of those sessions. Right? So we just call that N and T. N being the number of sessions you can do, T the amount of time of each session. So let me put it let, let me put it to you this way. We had a student I had a student once upon a time that I was um coaching and he could not study for any more than twenty minutes. So, if I allowed him to study for 20 minutes, that's all he was going to do in the day. And sometimes that's what a lot of us as students do. We get really motivated, we get juiced up, and we go on like this study marathon, or like this, it's just extended time we're doing as much projects and assignments as possible, and the next day we don't do nothing. And I can tell you why that is. We do not want to max out every time we sit down to engage in one of these sessions of focus or deep work or sprints. If you max out every time you go to the gym, you can get hurt, you can get sore, then you're going to want to go back, telling you from experience. You can't max out every single day. So the idea is actually not to max out because we want you to keep as consistent as possible. So the same way, if I work out just before I feel sore every single day, I can go back to the gym the next day and over the entire week, I do more reps, more sets than you have. Is the same with reference to these focus sessions of deep work. Don't max out. Leave something in the tank. So what we did with that student is, instead of having him do a 20-minute study session, we started him off at 10, 15 minutes with a five-minute break. He was able to do that two or three times. So instead of getting 20 minutes to study, he's more closer to 40. It's just because he backed off of what his his limit was, a good set, and did that one or two more times. And then he did that for a couple of days. But well, you don't want know what happens. It was, you know what's crazy? Our limits are not set. So eventually he could study for 20 minutes, three times a day. And then it got up to him eventually hitting somewhat of a threshold, respectively, of the 30 to 45 minute mark. And it was awesome. So leave something in the tank. So the number of sessions you do a day and the, number, the, the time you spend doing those sessions is very dependent on if you can keep with this thing consistently. You can only study for an hour, right? See if you can do, see if you can do three sessions of three half-hour sessions, and instead of studying for an hour, you study for an hour and a half. That is the principle. I want you to do something that is sustainable because progress, productivity, working towards your goals is not an overnight thing. It is a marathon, no matter how you slice it. Things that are worthwhile are going to take time. And the only quickest way to get to your goals is by doing enough of it, chipping away, enough of it day by day by day by day by day. And then you're there, right? And why don't you just chip away a little bit each day, each day, each day. Be consistent. Let those days stack up. Get a streak going and you can be in a way better, way better position. So productivity is an equation and you don't have to be great at math to understand it. Cal Newport says "Is work by time, how intensely you work, could cut down the amount of time you spend then you have other time to do things that you want if you're a more productive person you achieve more and then you have more time to do the things you actually want to do hang out with friends go to the movies go you know play a sport like whatever the case is but gain deeper in that equation work is also the direction you choose and the straight direction are your goals where do you want to end up get as specific as possible Stride is the actual action in doing that. If you're a student, it looks different depending on where you're in, but it could be doing assignments, revising, studying, perf- you know, past papers, test performance. Again, I said, the practical knowledge you want to take away so you can apply this knowledge in, in another space, right? And time. Time is just the number of sessions, the number of deep work, times the number of times that you do deep work and how long you can do each of those sessions make sure you leave enough in the tank that you can do some the next day. Again, I hope this ain't sound like none crazy or nine like super intelligent or highfalutin. This is just some basic stuff that I feel that I've, and again, I still applying and I'm making the most of. I can maybe share with you that could put you in a better position. Again, we're directing this to students. If you know anybody who could benefit from being more productive in general, let them, you know, let them check it out. See if it could benefit them as well. And again, as usual, Check out the free newsletter, um, the Study Shuffle. We do it once a week on Saturdays. We get into topics like these. So if you don't mind getting an email once a week, giving you some advice on how you could better apply some of these same principles and topics we're talking about, sign up. It's in the show notes. And if you're in a situation where you want even more help, more resources to level up where you are as a student overall, check out our free course, the 21 Day Stress-Free Scholar. That's also in the show notes. Thank you for your time. I very much appreciate it. And there are other episodes to this point. You could go check out the one about street strategies top students use. Or the one of procrastination. I very much enjoyed the one of procrastination. Because I had a lot of fun doing that one. Because I am a procrastinator. But anyhow. Thank you for your time. Enjoy. Share with those who you think is. who, Who could benefit. And peace out. And enjoy the rest of your day. You lovely human beings. That's me. (laughs) I want you to transform your academic experience. And the best way that you could do so is by joining our free course, the 21 Day Stress-Free Scholar. In this course, you're going to learn the essential study techniques, time management strategies, and even personal development skills to excel in school while maintaining your overall well-being. You can enroll now for free and kickstart your journey to academic success at weblearn.com. W E B. L-E-E-R-N-T dot com. See you there.